Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Light. It has been a long, long time um, and I'm so grateful to have the chance to sit down and do another one of these. Um, It honestly brings me great joy to actually do these Um, and I find that they often flow from the seasons that I'm going through and the things that God is speaking to me about and they're actually a very good way for me to document some of the things that, you know, God has told me and the Holy Spirit has really been ministering to me about. So if it's your first time here, um, I just want to say welcome. I want to say thank you so much for deciding to listen to this. Um, I was actually checking the statistics for this um, show the other day and um, yeah, I mean, I'm from London and I actually do these in the UK. Um and I was looking at the statistics of people that listen and it's just always such a blessing to me when I see other countries show up on the um, list. So um, there was South Africa and there's New Zealand and it, it just fills me with so much joy knowing that someone somewhere um, is being blessed by this. I don't know if they listened for a second or a minute, but whatever it was, um, I'm just I'm just so grateful, you know, this is something that God put on my heart to start and I can't say that I've been taking it seriously particularly <laughs> but like I said I'm deciding to do this seriously more and more um, and just really run with what God has put in my heart so like I said sometimes I share poetry sometimes I share um, you know whatever it is that you know was on my heart that day or whatever it is about the season that I'm in um, I often share from that. So before we start, before we get into it, before we talk about what I want to talk about today, let's actually pray. So Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for another day, another time in your presence. I am so grateful, God, to have a chance to know you, for the privilege and the honour that it is to commune with you, to spend time with you, to sit at your feet. It is such an honour, an honour and a privilege when I think about the fact that I am made in your image and that we are all made in your image. I thank you because of what you are doing on the earth, because of what you're doing in the lives and the hearts of your people. I thank you because even though the world looks like it's the darkest it's ever been, that it's in this darkness that your light will shine even more prominently and more gloriously. I thank you because at this time you are raising up souls, you are raising up men and women of God, you are raising up young people who are on fire for you, who will serve you with their whole life and their whole heart, who are willing to leave the crowd and walk the lonely road, who are willing to say, yes, Lord, send me and I will go. I thank you because in this time, you are not looking at the outward appearance and you've never ever looked at the outward appearance, but you are a God that looks at the heart of his people. So thank you, God, for all that you've done and all that you continue to do. And I pray, O God, that we will forever stay in a place of love, a place of adoration, a a place of love for you and love for your people. May everything that we do flow out of this love. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So yeah, um, so I was reading my Bible this morning and funnily enough, I stumbled onto this verse. Um... I was I was just thinking, like, I mean, I was reading other parts of the New Testament, and I was thinking, it. Mm, I want to really read the, the Gospels again, 
So I started from, you know, it goes Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. You know, when I was younger, I, I they really drilled that into your brain. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Obviously, that's the order that it's in the Bible. So I just thought, you know what? Why not start with Matthew? And I didn't even get past the first chapter before the Holy Spirit began to minister to me. Um, so, by the way, by the way, sorry if I sound funny. I have a cold. It is minus three degrees where I am um in the UK so <laughs> I have a really bad cold and I've been having a cold for the last like month or two months like I get a cold it goes away I get a cold it goes away anyway side story <laughs> um so my nose is blocked and I just sound really stuffy but you know we, we make it work it's actually okay so um by the way I mean another side note before we really get into this I really just want to encourage anybody who has been feeling a bit down lately who has been feeling a bit um I don't know what the word is depressed is not the word that I'm looking for because I know that's a real thing that people struggle with but a bit um just confused and hazy like your head has been in the clouds because that's where I've been the last few weeks it feels like every day I've had to fight to get out of bed and and to to fight to keep my sanity and to fight to keep my mind focused on the promises of God. Like there's been days where I've literally like not left my bed and not wanted to leave my room and not wanted to leave my house. So I just really want to encourage anyone who might be in that space where you feel confused, you feel lost, you feel like you just don't know what's going on, you know? It's not that you don't trust God, but it's just that things feel a bit fuzzy. <laughs> And I really want to encourage you and let you know that God is still in control and that he still is a God who is with you in those moments. He sees your tears, he sees your pain, he sees your hurts and he's not far away, but he's rather closer in that moment. You know, um, I heard a man of God say the other day that you have to be really close to someone to be able to whisper to them. And in those moments where I was crying or feeling very downcast and very lonely, even though, you know, like the devil tried to tell me things like God isn't with me anymore and all of this. And I, I, I've, like on a surface level, I felt very far away in my heart. And I, I knew that God was still very close to me in those moments. And even in those moments where I felt the whispering of the Holy Spirit, you know, th- those words really stuck out to me. Um, and I just want you to know that God is not a God who is unfamiliar with pain. He's not a God who is unfamiliar with suffering. He's not a God who is unfamiliar with tears. You know, he's a God who has been through it, has seen it. And I feel like that's the one thing that that's something that makes Christianity stand out from other religions is that our God, Jesus Christ, you know, he lived his life as a human being. He was God, yes, but he was also fully man. He was fully man and fully God. And, you know, I say this all the time, but God has called us because we are made in the image of God. We do understand certain things and we have a very high level of understanding. And, you know, it's good to ask questions because God is, he's, you know, growing up in church, sometimes you can be taught. It depends on the church you grew up in anyway, but sometimes you can be taught to not ask questions and to, to, you know, just God never calls us to just believe blindly, you know, 
even apostle paul said for i know whom i have believed in and faith is not a faith that is just blind no just because you haven't seen the physical manifestation doesn't mean that it doesn't exist so we don't believe blindly we don't we don't you know we don't just i don't know what the word i'm looking for is we don't just you know do things without a reason god is intentional god is intentional in in the way that he works and the way that he moves so growing up in church, I, don't, I never really was encouraged to ask questions about why we do certain things and and why we don't do certain things. And, and sometimes it can be a bit hard to ask questions. But God is a God who actually isn't afraid of questions. You know, he invites you to bring your questions to him and, 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 and come and learn. And he wants to speak to you about every single thing that goes on in your life. And he cares. So, um, yeah, ask questions, you know. Um but what was I saying? Oh yeah, side note. Oh yeah, I remember what I was saying. Like God is a God who invites us to ask questions and he wants us to know why we do things and he wants us to get to know him and, and how he and and how he created things to be, you know? Um, yeah, so, oh, I forgot what I was trying to say. <laughs> Wait a second, it'll come to me. Oh, yes. So there are some things that, even though God invites us to ask questions and God wants us to know more about these things, there are actually certain things that we just won't get till we get to heaven, you know, that we just may not know the answer till we get to heaven. And that's okay because it invites you to trust God, it invites you to place your hope in him and your faith in him. There's certain things that our human brains just genuinely cannot comprehend anymore. They cannot comprehend just because of, the nature of them, you know, there's some things that only when we get to heaven we'll ever really know and we'll ever truly understand, so, you know, like, just these moments where it feels like you're in darkness and you don't know what's going on, you don't know what to do, oh my gosh, trust me, I have been there, I've been there the last few days, the last few weeks, um, and, and there's just a joy and a peace that can only come from the Holy Spirit. And I just invite you to ask for that. Even when you cannot move, even when you feel like you're in such a dark space, I just invite you, I just ask you to invite the Holy Spirit even into those moments. You know, he is a God who is acquainted with grief, acquainted with suffering. He is a God who, he wants to see all, he knows and he sees all of you, but he wants you to invite him into those areas of your life. And so I was reading my Bible today um, after just coming through this season of what on earth is going on with my life. Um, <laughs> And I was reading my Bible this morning. Oh my gosh, I've been talking for ages now, sorry. Um, and I was reading Matthew, the first chapter. I didn't even get past the first chapter. And I was just reading it. It's basically the genealogy of Jesus. You know, it, it's literally like 20 verses of this person gave birth to this person, this person gave birth to this person, this person gave birth to this person, this person gave birth to this person. It's literally just like 20 verses of and then this happened, 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 and then this happened. Um, 
but as I was reading it, you know, it's so easy to just skip through and be like, okay, cool. Uh, where does this end? <laughs> because it's literally like, and da da da, the father of da da da, and the father of da da da, the father of da da da. Uh, and literally, I was so tempted to just like skip through it and be like, okay, cool. Where does this end? And when does the story actually start? But no, I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just read it. And as I was reading it, I realized certain things. First of all, God is so wild because if you look at this list, you would just be like, um, what? Because the group of people included in this list, it's like God, of all the people on this God, in this green earth that you made, these are the people that you chose. These are the people that you chose. Really, really really like you couldn't find anybody better you couldn't find anybody holier you couldn't find anybody you know more righteous like these are the group of people like we have murderers and you know what did the bible used to call them harlots and 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 killers and liars and 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 people who struggled with a whole bunch of things on this list and if you think about it it's like oh these are the people who god used to bring about his plan and there's specifically there's five women on this list there's um tamar rahab ruth the wife of uriah so Bathsheba, and mary there's five women on this list and each of these five women faced great social difficulty in their life but god used all of them i mean i'm talking about the women specifically like we can't we can even go into the men but that's a whole different topic i'm talking about the women specifically because i mean I am a woman. I mean, I'm trying to be... Adulting is long and adulting is hard. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm 22 years old, by the way. Um, each of these women faced great social difficulties. If we, even go, if we just go through the list, um, I mean, most of them are involved in sexual sin. We have Tamar, who slept with her father-in-law, who tricked and slept with her father-in-law and then had a child with her father-in-law. Um there's ruth who lost her husband followed her mother-in-law to a brand new city and then you know met another man and then you know that man was you know a good man and then they did what they did and then you know they had a happy life a happy nice life but if you look at their story and we even have rahab as well who she was the one who hid the spies um who came to spy out the land and i just if you look at these women it's just like none of them on a surface level had anything worth writing home about you know um like it's just they all had their own issues but we see that they're through despite that they're included in the genealogy of jesus they're included in the backstory of jesus and it just made me think, and I just the Holy Spirit is ministering to me about how the power of God for salvation, the power of God that brings salvation is to anyone who believes. It's to anyone who believes. God shows no partiality. And he is the one that justifies the ungodly, like the Bible says in Romans 4, 5. He is the one who justifies the ungodly. And he uses us for his purpose. He uses 
those who you would not pick if you had a stack of cvs in front of you and you were a job employer and you were looking for who who would be the best you know who could we use you know in the line of you know to bring in the line of humans to bring about the birth of jesus and you had a stack of cvs in front of you these are not the people that you would choose these are not the people you would choose but we see that god uses them despite of their weaknesses God uses them despite of their flaws. Because he is a God who searches the heart of man. And I'm not excusing any behavior. I'm not saying that anything is, you know, anything that was done is is good or bad. I'm just saying that there's something that happens when you believe. And there's something that happens when you trust. Because when Jesus, there's a song I really, really, really love. It's called, um, oh, what is it called? Not Just Stories by Mary MJ, Mary Ann George. She's a Maverick C singer, I believe. Um, it's called Not Just Stories. And there's a line in the song where she talks about Jesus not being ashamed to talk to the woman at the well. And when we look at that, I hesitate to use the word story because everything we read in the Bible is real. And sometimes it can be really hard to remember that the things that we're reading are real life experiences that took place and not just stories. So like when I read my Bible, sometimes I like, you know, in, in the eye of my mind, <laughs> in the imagination of my brain, should I say, I like envision it to, to remember that it's not just a story that I'm reading actual life experiences that took place and I can just imagine Jesus talking to this woman who the rest of the world had deemed lost had deemed to be in the red zone had deemed you know to be um provocative who had the rest of the world had deemed to be an outcast the rest of the one had deemed you know just don't talk to this person. This person is not good enough. This person has made so many mistakes. This person, you know, is, is is a bad person. Who the rest of the world had thrown away. I can just imagine Jesus standing at that well and speaking to her and basically telling her her life story and prophesying to her and letting her know that the the love and the desire that she's really had and she's really been seeking for all this time can only be found in him. I can just imagine him speaking to her and I can just imagine the, the, the people at that time looking on in disgust and wondering why is he talking to her? And when I think about it, I think about myself. I think about the moments that the Bible talks about where Jesus ate with sinners I think about the fact that he can use a man like Paul, a man like Saul, who killed his servants for a living in the belief that he was doing a favour to God, in the belief that he was doing God's purpose. I can think about the fact that he can use a man like David, who slept with another person's wife. I can think about the fact that he used He uses people who 
who know that without him they're nothing he uses people who would never be chosen by others and I think it's amazing and so comforting to me to know that God's love for me is not dependent on my actions because he loved me before I even knew his name he loved me before I even knew who he was this genealogy is filled with people who fell over and over again who questioned over and over again and so I just want to encourage you that if God can use them he can use you if God can use them he can use me Let's not so be so focused on our weaknesses, on our flaws, that we forget that he is a God who can speak through a donkey. <laughs> and let's just go out there and be a representative of Jesus. You know? I, I think about it and, and it's my heart's greatest desire to just, for someone to see me, for someone to see my life, for me to speak to someone and they just have an encounter with Jesus. Where they don't feel judged. Where they don't feel like they have to run and hide because anything that involves running and hiding does not come from God and it doesn't come from love. Because love is open. The Bible says that Adam and Eve were in the garden and they were naked and they were unashamed. That is love. Love is being naked and unashamed. Fear leads to running and hiding. It is not our job to judge and condemn others. The Bible says in Romans 2 that how can you judge other people when you yourself do the same things that you judge them for? It is God that judges, not us. It is not our job to judge people. It is our job to love people. And allow the Holy Spirit to convict them of righteousness, of truth, and of judgment. It is not our job to condemn people. Because there is no condemnation for anyone who believes in God. It is not our job to remind people of their past mistakes and their past sins. Because the Bible says that our sins have been washed away and cleared by the blood. That people, we who were once red, have been made white as snow. It is our job to lead people to Christ. It is our job to let people know that they are seen, they are known, and they are loved. And I genuinely believe that that's the desire of every human heart. To be seen, to be known, and to be loved. And so, wherever you are, wherever country you are, whatever continent you are, whatever city you are, whatever university, college, job place... I don't care if you're an Uber driver. I don't care if you work in McDonald's. I don't care if you are a bin man. I don't care if you work in a factory. I don't care if you are on the streets, if you are homeless, if you suffer from drug addictions. I don't care who you are. I want you to know that God loves you. And I want you to know that he's calling out to you. He's reaching out to you. He desires intimacy and he desires relationship. And so say yes, because your past will never disqualify you from being a child of God. 
but rather that's the one thing that we all have in common he has come to seek and to save that which is lost and so God can use you he can use anyone so be blessed with that um I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have an amazing week, an amazing weekend. Um, Make sure you share this with someone. Make sure you tell someone about the podcast. Send it to them. You know, why not? Send it to a friend to send it to a friend to send it to a friend. Um, And I hope it's really blessed you. And yeah, I'm thinking about making... I have an email that I say people can email in, but... um, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm thinking of making an Instagram or something that people can send messages to or whatever it is or questions to you or things you want me to talk about. So, I mean, I will keep you updated with that <laughs> and let you know. But yeah, have a lovely day and God bless you.